I'm going to read this question from Lisa. Then I'm going to throw to you because I'm dying to know what you think of this. I feel like based on your eyes, <laughs> you've, got, you've got quite an answer, but sure. Lisa, hey guys, I'm wanting to set up my 19-year-old son, soon to be 20, with investing into Vanguard and just wanted to know, is it better to go through Comsec or to go directly to Vanguard? And which Vanguard type would you highly recommend and how much does he need to start out with? Is it $500? Could he have a small amount automatically coming out of his bank account every week to go into it, please? So Lisa wants to help her her baby out. I feel like you have a problem with this. <laughs> am I am I sensing that correctly? Ish. Mm. Ish. Why don't you go? Can I? Yeah, you, you go you first because I've got an This answer. is your show. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm taking okay. Over. I don't want to take over, but I can see it. This is the first time we've done face to face podcasts, and I can see it in mm. your eyes. So why don't you give your answer, and then I'll give mine. Yeah. So this is awesome. I love that she wants to help her son. Yeah. But if her son isn't engaged, yeah, what does it matter anyway? Like he's a functioning adult. So what I'm probably saying is, Lisa. Hey, how are you? <laughs> what I would encourage Lisa to do is grab, um, say, my book. And Lisa, I'll send you a copy of my book to give to your son. As a peace offering. As a peace offering. Mm-hmm. What I would then probably say, and I don't know, like the son could be heaps keen to do it as well. Like I'm just reading this as the son's out living his life. And Lisa's like, I'm hearing all this stuff daily. Mm. I didn't do this at 19, so my son needs to do it, okay? What I'm probably doing is saying to the son, hey, read even these two chapters of Glenn's book or listen to the podcast or Equity Made, something else that isn't. Because it's the same when people say, how do I tell my parents to be better with money? It's like not happening. Mm. Then what I would say is, hey, son, you're 20 years old you've got a really good chance of like building wealth and being very wealthy. If you read this book, if you're interested in actually investing, I'll show you how and I will help you. My whole thing is I want the buy-in from him. Mm. That's what I want. There's some other layers here as well. Like if he's still living at home, Mm. you could do it. It's like, well, one of the conditions of you living here could be, for example, I don't need your rent, but we're setting up an investment account and your rent money is going into that. Like that's just a condition. If you're an adult, you want to live under my roof, sound like my dad, Um, because it's, you're an adult, this is our house and we're not going to charge you rent. But if you do want to live here at subsidized rates while you go through your apprenticeship or get through whatever, uh, 10% of your income, you know, because it could be studying or whatever, 10%, 20% of your income has to go into an investment account and I need you to be involved in this. Or we charge you rent and we spend it. Mm. I, like I do like this and I'm being a bit provocative with mm. like wants to help baby out. Mm. But I, it is that we need the son to be bought in to the process somehow. But I, I do see the point as well. It's like if mum does set this up for him and it's his money and it's happening in the background – that's going to only be benefiting him because it's like forced savings and it's growing and all that. And he could, you know, 
live his life and had the biggest party time ever and it's like, oh, yeah, thankfully mum like eight years ago set up this account for me. I had no idea what it was. Like I do get that. So, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Lisa, we all wanted someone to sit us down at 19 and be like, hey, you need to start investing. So I, I agree with you. Like I think more parents need to have these conversations and I think the earlier the better. So, Lisa, go and talk to all of your friends about this with their children as well because we need to start a grass roots mm. sort of normalisation of talking about investing, especially for kids mm. to help them learn about money so we can impact the next generation. I have no problem with her setting up that for her son. I totally understand that he needs to be on board. Mm. There is something quite nice though, because you also have the risk that if he gets too involved when markets go down, you know, he's like becoming this sort of quasi day trader where he's looking at, you know, what's going on, etc. You, you can go too far the other way, mm. but I agree. He needs to know what's going on. We love educated investors. We like them knowing about dollar cost averaging. We like them about understanding, you know, peaks and troughs in the market and why that's not necessarily important if you're investing for the long, long term. Uh, there's some questions around sort of how do we do it? What are the costs? All the things. We can tackle some of those, but I love that she's thinking about it. And I think it presents such an exciting opportunity for him in latter years and he'll be so grateful that she's actually thought of him because not many 19-year-olds are like, yeah, cool, will I just sit down and get my life sorted? Although I think more interested, which is great. So some questions just to directly answer specifically what's being called out, like which one to pick, obviously, as a financial advisor. It depends. I think what you're trying to figure out for your son is like, what's it for? How do we align this to a goal? What's the time horizon on the goal? Is this like for the really, really long term? Typically, that means that you can take a little bit more risk because you've got more time to ride out any fluctuations in the market. If you know when he's like 23 or whatever that he wants to pull it all out and, I don't know, do something with it, then obviously you don't have as much time. Therefore, you probably want to take less risk. But Vanguard have got a whole heap of different products based on sort of different risk profiles. And so that shouldn't be too hard once you figure out what the goal is and how much you want to regularly contribute and whether there's going to be enough based on, you know, how much you can put in and what the average annual return estimations are. The questions about whether you should go through CBA or go to Vanguard Direct, this becomes a fee question, I think, and how much more diversity you want beyond Vanguard, right? Well, and this is the, like, so the Vanguard, there's two kind of Vanguard things here. We've got the Vanguard Personal Investor Platform, which... I would probably use over Comsec uh, because it is a platform and it's just consolidated tax reporting, set and forget, all that stuff. They don't do trade fees? I don't think they do trade um, fees. I forget. But I think for their own ETFs, they don't. No brokerage fees. Yeah. So what I'm probably doing is even just keeping it really simple and just doing VAS, the top 300 ASX companies. I like more diversified portfolios. So do I. Can differ. Yep. Yeah. But I'm just thinking more of that, the discussion when it does come up. And this is the whole thing why we need the kid involved mm. because we want him to know that, hey, you're invested just in Australian shares. That's not perfect. Yeah. Are you okay with that? But we need to, there's a bigger world than Australia. So I'm actually a big proponent in if you are just getting started, investing in AE 200, the top 300, mm is better than not investing at all. Totally. And it is diversified. So, mm. or you could just go down the route and just do the Vanguard Diversified High Growth Fund. Like you can do either, that's fine. But yeah, I'm, I'm probably thinking Vanguard's probably fine. Um, it needs to be in his name. You'll need his tax file number. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then and obviously from a tax perspective, he'll just need to be across sort of what that means. Mm. Um, and from what I can see on Vanguard, I haven't used the personal investor portal, but I think you can start with 500 bucks and I think you can make regular investments of like 200 bucks a fortnight or something like that. And again, yeah. to your point, setting up that regular strategy, be it for uh, lieu of rent or putting a portion of his income away himself, but just having it set up as an automation so that he doesn't muck it up himself, mm. I think is really important. And then if you want to get him to level up, Lisa, maybe if he wants to think about chucking like 20 bucks a pay or five bucks, whatever he's got, into super, because mm. he probably won't miss it, mm. future, future, future him will be pretty grateful for that as well. That's right. And it is, I, and the reason I think this is like so hashtag triggering for me mm-hmm is because I always remember I had this client and he was in his 40s, right? He was a tradie. Mm -hmm. And he came to me for some advice. He couldn't do anything because he had to check with his mum. I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, but I'm just like, at some point, you've got to actually leave the nest and and this is completely different than a 19-year-old who might still be living at home, right? Yeah. But it was just this weird scenario that mum was the everything to do with my money and my life. No, nah, there's some sort of there's some sort of money block there. There's some sort there, of money memoir thing yeah, where something's happened. There's, there's, there's just something story weird. There. There, there was just something weird there. It just, mm-hmm. And I get it. Like, yeah, check with other people that you trust and all that. But it was just some weird thing where maybe – and I had another friend where um, – He's still living at home. He'd be 40 now. Single guy still living at home yeah. with his mum. Yeah. And I blame the mum for not letting her son grow up when he was in his teens. Oh, on beh- if he's heterosexual, on behalf of all women in Australia who are mm. single, can you please help your sons grow up? Mm. <laughs> Let them cook, teach them to clean. Yeah. We need you to. And his dad said to them. me once before, his dad passed away, and his dad said to me once, like, she never let him grow up. She didn't want a little boy to grow up, and now he's a four-year-old guy codependent on his mum. Mm. Which will and change I mean, in time. This yeah. is like so far removed from Lisa's question, it's but that's why it's just I, I just see these. So you're triggered by that because you're like, oh gosh, this just, is like a precursor. Well, I've just seen things yeah. in real life that I don't think are healthy. Yeah. Um, but and investing is, at 19 is healthy. Absolutely. It's amazing. That's right. So, Lisa, I've got your Facebook post up now. I'm going to write uh, the team's email address. Send me an email. I'll send a book. Send me your son's name. Let mm. me personalise it. Mm. And even if he just reads chapters five and six, investing concepts, but we need him to be involved. And make it fun. Don't, yes. like, force him to sit and read it. Yeah. Like, at nauseam because he will just disengage. And, like, honestly... I'm totally, I know I was a bit wild and oh, he needs to do it himself. Like, I'm totally on board with this, Lisa, but I just need him to have some buy-in at some point. And I know you might be doing it now because he's he's not there. He's, you know, playing bass and that's all he cares about or whatever. But I know you're doing it to protect him and all that, but he needs buy-in. Otherwise, when he finds out about it, he might go, oh, yeah, sweet, you got that money. I'll just sell it and buy a new bass or something like that. Mm. 